0: I could see the looks on your face when I walked down the aisle. There he comes wearing rose again. (laughs) We get to do this twice a year, every liturgical year, on Gaudete Sunday in Advent, and today is called the Lethari Sunday. We wear this because we are joyful. Easter is at hand. Even though we have our Lenten observances, fasting, prayer, and penance, we are hopeful and joyful because the Easter is coming The Lord will rise from the dead to save us. And that's why I get to wear pink, just to remind you of the impending joy and hope at Easter. Today, if you are listening to the Word of God, it's all about blindness. In the first reading, Samuel, in a way, was blind as to who God wanted him to choose to be the next king after King Saul had died. Oh, after King Saul. God guided him until he anointed David. If God was not guiding him all throughout, Samuel must have made some rash decisions. Why? Samuel looked at people, the siblings, and they said, okay, this one is a good one for me to anoint. He looks tall, he's handsome, and he... Looks fit enough, but God said, No, Samuel, do not look at their outer look. Do not be deceived by what you see, but look at them as I would look at them. So, we heard the story how he had to wait until the last child, David, to anoint him. So, Samuel could not see clearly, but God had to help him hold throughout his anointing process. And this is sometimes true about ourselves. We need prayer and reflecting sometimes to see clearly. We need God's guidance. We need God's help to see clearly as to what God would like us to do in our daily lives. Sometimes we can also be blinded and colored by our own thinking. Sometimes we think we know better. We forget God completely we forget to bring God into our own struggles, our own decisions. And Samuel is a clear example for that today. And in the gospel we see someone who is physically blind was healed by Jesus. And also we see some people who are spiritually blind. I'm referring to the Pharisees who refuse to look at Jesus or to see Jesus as someone who came from God. And then also we see in the blind man who was healed, how he was spiritually able to see Jesus as the Son of God, who believed Jesus to be a prophet. Most of us are not physically blind. I can see all of you, and you can see me, and you're able to see the color rose when I walk down the aisle, which means we are quite okay None of us are physically blind, but I think most of us suffer from spiritual blindness. Sometimes we fail to see the path of truth, sometimes even we go to the extent of silencing the truth within ourselves the truth that other people have for us. So, therefore, I thought today is a beautiful day for us to reflect about what spiritual blindness is. So what do you think the spiritual blindness is in our lives? And I came up with seven things and I thought I'll share it with you today just to help us, myself and all of us, to look at our spiritual blindness even when we are doing our fasting prayer and almsgiving. We can still be blind in different ways. The first thing is some people are blind to God's goodness in their life. Some people are completely blind or partially blind to the goodness of God in their life. What do such people do? Such people do not count their blessings. They only count the sorrows. They're always quick to complain about what is going wrong. They hardly see what is going right in their lives. They see half empty glass, whereas they're supposed to see a glass which is half full. They see a dark spot in a white sheet instead of a white sheet with a tiny little dark spot. They miss all the blessings God has given them. And how many reasons do we have to thank God on a daily basis? We have so many blessings upon blessings, but we still complain to God about things, little things that we lack in our lives. I think you all have a lot of blessings. When I think about the people of Sri Lanka, you all are so blessed. Some people are blind to the good things in others. And this is very true about our lives. All they see are the wrong things, that other people do to them. They don't stop criticizing others. Such people are blind to God's gifts in others. And when I think about this blindness, I think about myself, how often do I appreciate the God-given people in my life, the talents, the beauty, the goodness other people bring into my life. Even a small smile That somebody gives me in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. That's a blessing. That's something good in a person. Let me ask you. When is the last time you appreciated your wife? When is the last time you appreciated your husband? My dear children, when is the last time you appreciated your parents? Parents, when is the last time you appreciated your children? God has given us good people. You are married to good people. You have good children, good parents. Appreciate them. Do not be blind to their goodness. Some people are blind to those in need of their help or blind to where their help is needed. Such people are quick to run away from people who ask for help. Such people run away from those responsibilities they have. Whenever they have a chance to help someone, they find the lame excuse, the tiniest of them, to run away from such people who ask for your help. And I'm reminded of the biblical story about the Good Samaritan. There we also read about a Levite and also a priest who walked away from the man who was fallen by the side of the road without even paying any attention to the person. Some people are blind to their sins and weakness. They hardly or never accept that they are wrong or they have done something wrong. Such people are self-righteous, and they are not able to see what's going on in their lives. And such people are also self-righteous to the point where they say, I am holy and I am okay. They think they're holy and they don't need the help of God in their lives. And such people would always say no to the confessional. And this is a beautiful place for us to also ask ourselves, how blind am I to my own sins my weaknesses, and my wrongdoings. There are also others who are blinded by gifts they receive. Any gift aimed at blinding someone is a bribery. And this is very clear about we receiving gifts from others if they blind us in a certain way. Some people give us gifts so that that they can keep us keep our eyes, keep our mouths, keep our hands blind and away from them. The word of God tells us beautifully in the book of Deuteronomy, verse 16, chapter 16, verse 19. You shall not take a bribe, for a bribe blinds the eyes even of the wise and twists the words of even the just. Some people give us good things And such good things can blind us. Sometimes we act blind so that we can have gifts, money, things from other people. If someone is giving you a gift just to blind you, just to make you sin, just be very careful. There are also people blinded by vices such as anger, jealousy, envy, greed, lust, Improper ambition, pride, stubbornness, and ignorance. There are people blinded by many of such vices. All of us are sometimes. There are times we are blind to God's will for our lives. And in such cases, we need to remind ourselves about Samuel, who was blinded to the will and ways of God. So therefore, every spiritual blindness is a dwelling in darkness. In such dark and blind moments, what we need is the light of Christ. Just like Jesus touched the blind man and healed him today in our gospel, we need to pray for Jesus' light in our lives. In our second reading today, we heard, Awake, O sleeper, arise from the dead. And Christ will give you light. All of us have one form of of blindness or other. Jesus has anointed us with his word. And we are at the pool of Siloam in this Eucharistic celebration. When we receive him, we receive him completely with his light. And he heals us at every Eucharistic celebration with hearts repenting, believing that God can heal us and His light can also heal us, let us pray the prayer that the blind man prayed in our gospel today. Jesus, let me see again. Jesus, let me see again. Amen.